this summer we're bringing you double Koi gig. For me, she's the best English centre-back. Play your best players in their best position. I don't think the captain is droppable, particularly after making the statement of dropping Steph Houghton. Subscribe to the OTV Koi gig pod on the OTV Sports app now. Rugby on Off The Ball. With Vodafone, official sponsors of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us. And you are welcome back to Off The Ball Saturday here on News Talk. July the 16th, 2022 will go down as one of the greatest days in the history of Irish sport. A first Test Series win for Ireland's rugby team in New Zealand. What a privilege to be alive and witness that. The final score, Ireland 32 points, the All Blacks 22 in Wellington. Ireland's first half, just absolutely brilliant. They scored three tries through Josh van der Fleer, Hugo Keenan and Robbie Henshaw to lead 22-3 at the interval. New Zealand came out fighting as you'd expect they would at the start of the second half. Artie Savea, Akira Ione and Will Jordan scoring the tries to cut the gap to 25-22 and Ireland had Andrew Porter in the sin bin as well. But Ireland got a second wind and Rob Herring scored their fourth and pivotal try of the game. Johnny Sexton converted it. Ireland had the cushion then to see out the match. 32-22, they win. Let's go live to Wellington now and speak to the former Irish international, Alan Quinlan. Quinny, yes, we're just so thrilled as a nation back here at home. What a wonderful day for Irish sports. What was it like to be there, Quinny? Incredible, John. Um, I'm absolutely exhausted. I'm hoarse from shouting and screaming. Um, just amazing. So many Irish here. They've stayed on after the game. They're all standing around the tunnel area where the players have gone in. The players stayed out for ages. Um, they're singing the fields of Athenry. They're chanting. They're they're going absolutely crazy. And uh, just the whole experience. And, and it's surreal, really, because um, I didn't think what happened last week we could get any better, but it has done to win a series here. Just an amazing 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 uh, situation for the players and uh, and the coaching staff they deserve huge credit given that you know the way things panned out in that first test and uh, the response the midweek team team winning against the Maoris it just couldn't be any better three out of five games won for Ireland I suppose um, we knew it was going to be a tough situation but I think they've surpassed our expectations and just been been amazing right across the board you could say um, to play three test mass matches in, in three weeks in a truck like this for the vast majority of the players and uh, the energy they found there, particularly at the end of the game, to hang on, to come up with some big plays. And you said it in your, at the start, the way they played in that first half was just incredibly impressive. Uh, three tries, uh, they came out, started brilliantly again and you know, no big controversial incidents. I think they'll, you know, maybe we'll hear about the Andrew Porter tackle and Brody Retallick uh, Wayne Barnes giving me yellow. Could it have been a red? Well, of course it could have been. Um, but I think the, it was probably the right call. Um, but if you got a red card, you know, they wouldn't, you, you know, it's one of those ones that can go either way. Uh, Wayne Barnes said there was no forward force that he kind of accepted the tackle. Um, giving me yellow card. I'm, I'd be interested to hear what Ian Foster says about that after the game. But just the effort out of the players to stay going, to really believe they could do it here. And um, just, it's, it's, it's surreal. It's surreal. Um, 24 years since New Zealand have lost two home games on the trot. And that was against South Africa and Australia. So Ireland have broken all kinds of records here and, and, and achieved just the unthinkable, really. James Lowe said it after the game. He was interviewed. He said it's just unimaginable what's after happening. And um, it's really special for the players. They put in some, some shift here for the last couple of weeks. And 
they got their just rewards and as you said as well it's it's history it's the probably the greatest two of the greatest results that that Ireland have ever achieved because they've never been here and um, I suppose when we picture the bones of it you could argue and say that New Zealand were were really poor but Ireland made them look really poor in the first half and uh, the reaction here would be will be uh, so much pressure on the coaching staff from New Zealand and a lot of question marks but it's about Ireland now and uh, they were just amazing and absolutely brilliant couple of weeks We've had some great days in Irish rugby. Quinny, you know, as a man of the match yourself in a European Cup final, Munster against the All Blacks 1978, Ronan O'Gara's drop goal 2009 against Wales, winning a Grand Slam at Twickenham in 2018. But this, like New Zealand hadn't lost a Test Series since 1994 to France. This must go down as the greatest day for Irish rugby, Quinny. Yeah, I think so. It does, and the players deserve all the credit. I think they've been a credit to themselves, the way they've played, how brave they've been, the accuracy, the you know, the fight they've shown. Um, and they earned the respect of the New Zealand team and people, I think, everywhere you, I've gone this week. Um, I was a little bit pessimistic. I thought it, would be, it just maybe was a step too far to find another performance, but they did. But everywhere, and everyone I met on the streets were convincing me that you know, Ireland can do this, the New Zealand supporters, and they really, you know, so Ireland are after gaining so much respect here, and um, it's just it's just an incredible achievement, really. You know, it's very, very after the match is finished, the players are probably just pinching themselves. And these are the great moments for players, you know, some and for sports people, when you, when you win something special and you can go into a dressing room afterwards and just get that feeling of joy and elation for the sacrifice, the commitment. A lot of the team have young kids at home, wives, partners, girlfriends, and um, you know they'll they'll just be beaming for weeks and weeks and months after this, and it won't ever be forgotten because they've created history, winning for the first time last week, but actually winning a series here. It's just phenomenal when you when you think of what they've achieved, and hopefully they can you know they can kick on now, and the World Cup is 14, 15 months away, and. Uh, build and get stronger. I think a lot of the young players that were in the squad will will really benefit from being part of this. They might have played in the test matches, but um, the win, as I said, in midweek against the Maori here in, in, in Wellington was really, really important as well. So um, I, I just love the fact, and I've said this so many times, Andy Farrell just, um, and the rest of his coaching staff deserve huge credit. Paul O'Connell, Simon Easterby, John Fogarty, um, you know, just, just the... the Mike Cast, uh, he's come on for criti- under a bit of criticism there maybe 14, 15 months ago. Uh, this team has just got better and better and they've shown a real steal and a resolve to to back themselves to come on, come down here and win a series. And I think it was incredibly hard fought in the second half. I think the All Blacks came out and they were they were ferocious. They were aggressive. They were more direct um, to score three tries themselves. And I think when Will Jordan scores a try, you you fear the worst. Uh, Jordy Barrett missed the conversion, so it's still say three points. But Rob Herring goes up the field, and uh, you know he gets that try. Um, he broke off them all. I, I I went, oh no! But it was collapsing, and he did remarkably well to get the ball down. So um, huge effort from the players. I think it's just a really incredible, incredible achievement, and they deserve all the credit themselves. You know they've. They've probably, a lot of these players have had very high moments in their careers, but they've had, you know, to deal with a lot of disappointments. And I think along the way, um, the last World Cup was, you know, 2019 was a bad year for a lot of these guys. Um, I suppose disappointment of not winning a Grand Slam, losing in France. But uh, the last 12 months has been brilliant, you know, last November. So it's just hard to think, John, 
the last four times we've played the All Blacks, Ireland have beaten them three times. It's 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 it sounds strange, doesn't it? But that's happened, and uh, yeah, it's incredible. It's hard to get your head around, isn't it, Quinny? Our rugby coverage, thanks to Vodafone. Proud sponsors of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us. And look, there was always going to be a backlash from the All Blacks. We knew that was coming after the break. But the platform was set in the first half with that 19-point lead, Quinny. We were clinical in our execution. We forced them into mistakes. and We put pressure on them. And our tries, three tries in the first half, just three excellent tries. Yeah, really good. Um, I think the pressure on the line-outs, um, three or four stolen line-outs in that first half, forcing mistakes and errors again from New Zealand and not the tries are incredibly impressive John but I, I was really impressed with the way Ireland defended in the moments in that first half when New Zealand were trying to attack and get a bit of width in their game you know Robbie Henshaw Bundiaki came up with some really big tackles James Lowe Hugo Keenan was just rock solid at full back um, Matt Hansen as calm as could be so I think they just they organised their defence really well um, they were really, really aggressive when the opportunity came to to knock New Zealand players backwards. The kick chase, you know, when they kick the ball up the field, um, the back three for New Zealand, they turn around, they're, they're thinking a counter-attack and there's a wall of green jerseys in front of them. So, um, and sometimes when that happens, when you put in such a high-octane half, um, the inevitable can happen. You know, you, you, you lose it a little bit and maybe Ireland got it a little bit wrong. They weren't... Um, you know, weren't, weren't as firing on all cylinders in the second half. But sometimes it's very hard to stop that wave and that comeback that we see a lot in sports. But um, they fought like, you know, real warriors out there. I think it was, it was they were hanging on for dear life at times. And uh, Ty Byrne came up with some, you know, really, really big plays at the end. Josh van der Fleer tackled so hard all day. You know, Peter O'Mahony was in there. I thought James Ryan... Had a brilliant game today. His best game in an Irish jersey in a, in a while. Um, he made so much, so many tackles, carries. Um, but right across the board, it's unfair to be singling out players because when you win a game like this, you've got to you've got to have big performances right across the board. And uh, you know, Gibson Park, just his decision making, and he made two bad decisions in that first test. And I tell you, he's been uh, incredible since. And um, you know they were they were just amazing and the impact off the bench as well. Yeah. Um, so I think they can take so much credit from this and and um, you know whatever happens at the World Cup I think the focus will switch. You know they have games in November now and uh, you know the planning will continue to try and make sure that when they end up in France next year that they can get out of their group and maybe get past the quarter final. But look, the here and now is special and. It's surreal um, to win two games here and win a series in New Zealand um, is just amazing. How do we turn it around from that first test, Quinny? Because we were torn apart in the second quarter of that first game to New Zealand. Uh, we were thinking about, oh, it's the end of the long season. Players are fatigued. But suddenly we've turned it around. What has been the key to that, do you think? Well, I think the key was, John, they, they conceded four tries in that first half against New Zealand. And there was... A couple of defensive errors. They lost the ball for the Severison when he goes the length of the field. I think a little bit unlucky when the ball goes loose and Peter Omani just gets away from it. Sevilla gets the ball down just before half time. Um, and then I think what what made them feel good about themselves as a team is the way they played in the second half. Gary Ringrow scored and um, you know gave them a bit of hope. And then they're held up over the line. Bundiaki scores as well, and they're held up at over the line five or six times. I think that made that made them feel that if they 
get their set piece right. They had some issues, and that can happen any team at any time. Some days it just go, goes awry on you. Um, they got their scrum right the second week and their line out. They were able to launch some attacks, and their continuity was really good at the breakdown. New Zealand struggled to get the ball. They could not get the ball off them in that first half when Ireland were on the attack, and, and it was Ireland that was putting pressure on their breakdown. So slowing it down, Aaron Smith you know, usually has the ball back really quickly. He's passing it so slick. And they, they stretch teams and, you know, slowing the ball down for that two, three second period, it enabled Ireland to get numbers um, in their faces. And they did it last week and did it again tonight. So, you know, that's why you analyse the matches. And, you know, I think the feeling after that first test, John, was that if Ireland can fix some things, they can make more. And I said it, I think, and that was the feeling amongst the Irish squad as well, that if they could fix some things, um, which inevitably sometimes it goes wrong in a game for you, you know, an opposition steals some lineouts, your scrum um, creaks a little bit, you don't get your feet right, your body positions, um, you put a big focus on on, on getting them right and um, Ireland did that and so that was the key to their success, you know, their lineout, their scrum and their breakdown and I think, uh, you know, Eason and C was on commentary with me and he kind of highlighted last week about Ireland needed to get their spacing right in defence. They got a little bit narrow at times in that first test. Um, so there are things you can work on. You can be visually be shown that by the coaches and, and the different uh, sections of the game and, and given, given different facets of the game. And, and they took that on board. So obviously they they identified areas that they needed to get better. And, um, you know, but look, John, rugby is first and foremost, you've got to win collisions and you've got to be physical and you've got to be aggressive. And you're up against a really aggressive physical team who, when they dominate you in the collision areas, they can tear you apart. So Ireland had to get that right as well. So a number of areas that we highlighted and spoke about and um, Ireland were very vocal and open about that in the press. And, um, you know, the sending off last week and yeah. the yellow cards. But I, I, I just think Ireland, their attitude was brilliant as well. So, it, you know, you have to believe it, John. You have to believe it. it, it you know, sometimes you can kind of get a a spiritual, emotional, high-pitched performance and you can hit, reach incredible highs and you can, the opposition can make lots of mistakes and things go wrong for them. But like Ireland have backed this up now. That's the most impressive part. They backed it up to come out this week and win a series here, which shows that they did believe it after that first test and they turned things around and, and it's incredibly impressive. But, you know, there's question marks about the coaching here and, and the detail and, and the way the All Blacks have played. They've kicked the ball away a lot. Um, they, a lot of the time, they tried to run around Ireland in that first half when they're on the attack and didn't get anywhere. I think what, the frustrating part for them was they look at that second half when they were direct around the fringes. They got over the game line and they caused Ireland some problems. But um, Ireland were tactically just absolutely brilliant in what they did. Johnny Sexton turned uh, 37 this week, Quinny. He's now over a thousand points today after his kicking and his leadership again, once so crucial. Yeah, and his general play was superb. So I think, you know, uh, he's led the team remarkably well. And I think it's it's a testament to his leadership uh, as a captain and as and the way he's played as well. So, you know, I think it's, it's something that's... Uh, you know, you've got to give him huge credit for him. He's shown the desire and the passion and the energy and, and the real will to kind of win here with Ireland and keep achieving things at, at 37. It's it's amazing. So, um, you know, it's kind of hard to think of it. He looks after himself very well, but you have to have a real drive and a desire to, to kind of 
you know, be in that position and put yourself in that position. Uh, Sean Fitzpatrick was calling Ireland world class on the television after the game. They know who we are now, Quinny, the All Blacks and the people down in New Zealand. Yeah, they certainly do. And, um, you know, as I said to you, you know, right across the board, I met lots of ex-All Blacks and um, fans, uh, supporters, New Zealand supporters here. And, and they give Ireland a lot of credit after last week. And they were very humble and, and, and you know, decent in, in their appraisal of Ireland. And um, for someone like Sean Fitzpatrick to say that. But look, it's the here and now. And, you know, we all fell into the trap a little bit into going to the last World Cup because we, we, we thought that, you know, there was a great opportunity. It was very disappointing the way it ended. It's happened in other World Cups. Um, but ultimately, the next step for, for Ireland... Can it be different now? Can it be, can it be different now, Quinny, then, for this World Cup coming up in France? Well, it, 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 who knows, John? Yeah. The, the reality is it's a harder situation because, you know, Scotland are not going to, you know, fall asleep at the wheel and... Um, think, well, South Africa and Ireland are just going to cruise through the group and come out and uh, and Ireland are, you know, just going to go into the quarterfinals. Um, they've got to make sure to get out of the group. The tough part is they play, play New Zealand or France um, in a quarterfinal. But, you know, winning three times in the last four four games against New Zealand and a couple of times, it's, you know, 16, 18, um, just will give them some confidence and some belief that they can if they meet New Zealand. Um, and and really grow as a squad. I think you've got to continue to get better. And Andy Farrell, that's the challenge for him and his coach is to try and uh, develop the squad, get more players chomping at the bit to get into in in there, make the bench stronger. Um, and even the guys who are not making the bench. Um, so you need a lot of depth. Um, you need a bit of luck as well. And um, you know, I think people would have liked to have seen Carberry maybe start the Test match. But that was probably in a situation where. We thought maybe we'd be uh, two two nil down in the in the, going into the third test, and maybe you'd start him in the third test. But um, you know, I think just for the here and now, I think it's 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 a remarkable performance, remarkable yeah. couple of weeks, and um, the icing on the cake probably, and, and maybe obviously winning the series has been brilliant. But I think from a depth point of view. Um, the, the, the midweek team and the resilience and strength they showed against a very good Maori team on, on Tuesday night here was was really important as well. Yeah, and Rob Herring as well. We talk about depth, uh, getting that crucial try. That says a lot about the unity of the team. And remember Peter Mahoney speaking last year, Quinny, about how much they enjoyed playing under Andy Farrell and Paul O'Connell and Simon Easterby and, and Mike Cash. There seems to be a real unity of purpose and everybody's backing each other in this, in this Ireland team. Don't know if you could say the same thing about the All Blacks. Yeah, they look under pressure, the All Blacks. There's a lot of kind of rumblings coming out of the camp. And look, it's an incredibly pressurised environment, John, here. Um, everybody eats, sleeps and drinks rugby here. And um, it's a topic of conversation. Every cafe you go into, every bar, every restaurant, uh, all over the streets, everybody's talking about the All Blacks. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, they're in a really pressurised environment here. Um, and for Ireland, they've got a... You know, they've dealt, they've dealt with pressure. I think, you know, John Fogarty deserves credit as well. Uh, I'm afraid I'm leaving out any of the coaches because yeah. all the different areas, I think, where they put in the work um, and seen the improvements. And uh, I know from Paul, as a, he hasn't coached me, but I haven't played as a player, the detail and, the you know, to get that first try with them all, he'll be incredibly proud with that to, for, for Rob Herring's one. The line out, the way it worked, the way they defended New Zealand malls as well was really important. But um, 
and the attack for my cat. So right across the board, Andy Farrell has got that that right. Uh, things can change in sport very quickly, but we've got to enjoy the hero now and enjoy this moment because um, for for long enough we we you know we couldn't beat New Zealand and now we're here in New Zealand and this team have have done something really really special and uh, I loved the attitude last week, John. Um, I went down pitch side. I was around some of the players, um, not talking to them, just kind of giving them their own space. But I, I could hear a lot of them saying, you know, keep it calm. We've got a match next week to win. We've got a match Tuesday night to win. And I could see it sense in their body language. Um, you know, Andy Farrell, Johnny Sexton, when they did interviews, they spoke about Tuesday night, the importance of that, and the opportunity that presented itself. And I, I said this to you before, uh, last week, I think, um, the press conference in Dunedin before the second test, I love the way Farrell said, I want, to, I want my players to be under pressure. I want to see if they got the stomach for it. And, well, they've certainly shown they've got the stomach for it. Well, absolutely. In, in the past, it would have been a heroic Irish defeat and they would have uh, surpassed uh, our tally uh, of 25 points and they would have won the game. But we won the game. We won the game by 10 points. Um, the cake tin, I remember 2011, Quinny against Wales. Such a painful day to watch that match in the World Cup quarterfinal. Today, we won there. So fulfilling for the players, for their families and for the supporters who were there. Yeah, it's it's been it's special. It's really special. And, um, you know, a lot of the parents were here. They, a lot of them travelled out there. And obviously, if you're your son is playing for your country it's it's special but to be in this kind of an environment here and you know the players were able to come out and meet all their their, their family and friends here and and loads of Irish people came over from Australia and lots of them living in New Zealand and some travel out from Ireland but um, just special moment for, for all those people as well you know to be part of this to be here um, is, is, is just something surreal and special and I think you know um It'll be just interesting to see what the reaction is now from from uh, in the New Zealand papers tomorrow. I'll, I'll almost bring some some of them home with me. I'm travelling back tomorrow do, night. Do. But, um, yeah, I will. And um, you know, it's it's special. But you know, I had a chat with Justin Marshall after the game because he's on comms for Sky, and we were chatting, and um, he really <laughs> was given massive credit to Ireland. You know. Uh, like we, you know, there's a bit pessimistic saying, "God, can we do it again? Can we do it again?" And uh, like, I he was convincing me. He said, "I think this is an incredible Irish team. It's as good as I've seen." And uh, the way they're coached, the way they play for each other, the unity they have. Um, so you know, sometimes you kind of get an opinion from somebody else, and from what they've seen, I think they're full of praise for for, for what Ireland have done and. Uh, you know, long may they, long may it last. They deserve that credit, and it's brilliant for them now. You know, a lot of the Leinster players would have had big disappointments. Um, I think all the provincial players probably would have if you start going through all the provinces, but particularly Leinster losing that semi-final in the URC and the final in Europe. Uh, Munster themselves would have been disappointed not to, not to get into that semi-final. Ulster getting knocked out, Connacht not being there. So it's been a long season, a lot of disruptions with COVID, um, a lot of doubt about this tour six, eight months ago um, for them to get out here, play it, have some bit of normality um, because it is pretty consuming, you know. Um, players aren't out playing golf or out uh, on surfboards every day or off go-karting or doing all this kind of stuff. There's there's a lot of detail, a lot of work put in and... Um, you know, they were trying to stay in a bubble because COVID has obviously kind of taken off a bit here in New Zealand as well. The numbers are pretty high and, uh, you know, they've had some COVID in the camp as well. But So it hasn't probably been the most enjoyable tour for them 
to get out and about and uh, have a bit of leisure stuff in between. Um, but they get the reward for that work, that sacrifice, that commitment. And um, just a very special kind of couple of months for them now because this is the joyous part of being uh, a professional rugby player at the end of a long season. I was on lots of tours where you're going home disappointed. These guys can kind of go home and, and revel in this for a long time and they deserve it, you know. We're not going to get too carried away and say we're going to win a World Cup and I'm not going to say that because I probably had that feeling before that we were we were kind of heading towards, you know, that kind of situation where we become real contenders. But uh, uh, we'll keep that talk to a minimum for now. But the here and now, this is special and what an achievement by the coaching staff and the players. And it was brilliant. It was really heartwarming to see hundreds of Irish people here. Unfortunately, I'm not saying thousands, but they made so much noise here during the game. There probably could have been a couple of thousand here uh, but they made so much noise and to see the scenes at the end, the singing and the chanting and the happiness and the joy that they were experiencing as well was was really special. Well, Quinny, uh, safe home. Uh, and before you get home, you're going to have to find those supporters and find where the nearest party is. We might have a cold one tonight, John. All right. Thanks a million. Well done, Quinny, and safe home. And thanks for everything. And uh, Alan Quinlan there speaking to us live from Wellington, where history has been made. Ireland have won the series in New Zealand. 2-1. They won the game today by 32 points to 22 in the third test in Wellington. Tries by Josh van der Fleer, Hugo Keenan, Robbie Henshaw and Rob Herring giving Andy Farrell's side victory. And we're going to be back shortly with Irish independence Rory O'Connor to reflect on this game. Rugby on Off The Ball. With Vodafone, official sponsors of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us.